0: Hey, hello everyone. Jerry, give him a wave. Let's hey, make sir, sure uh, you're, uh, all right. Okay, so we're going to give it a few more minutes. But if you're just joining, my name is Jessica Payne. Welcome to Jessica Payne Live. I have a very special guest today, Jerry Morales. Say hello. Jerry Morales, <laughs> here. He's amazing realtor mentor extraordinaire, um, Angelino fan of the East Side where I live, with roots here. Um, and just an all-around amazing, inspiring entrepreneur. So if you are joining in, have a seat, grab a coffee. Uh, Jerry knows, but if this is your first time tuning in, this is, I like to say it's professional, but cash. Hence the big hair and the tank top. So um, today, like every format, we're going to talk a little bit about business. We're going to talk a little bit about brand. Jerry brings a ton of experience with him, so I'm really gonna give you the floor in a minute, Jerry, after maybe I do an official introduction. Uh, If you're just tuning into Jessica Payne Live, we talk about business brand. My focus is about authenticity. I always say focus on being real, not perfect. Uh, Hello to my followers all over the globe. I've got them here in the US and around the world. And I think, Jerry, what you bring today is gonna be really interesting insight because while we are based here in Los Angeles, it is a global city. Uh, you are the, the, um, the spitting image of entrepreneurial, uh, spirit and success in a highly competitive marketplace. So I think, but without further ado, Jerry, can I go ahead and introduce you? And I think if you could just tell us a little bit about yourself, that would be great. Jerry is a realtor with uh Keller Williams entrepreneur. You've got so much talents in different areas. It was so nice to read about it. Um, You are a a mentor as well. And it looks like you've also, you've got a background in finance writing. So I can't wait to kind of dig into how all of this really helps set you apart. But for the purpose of our our followers here, can you tell us a little bit about you?
1: Sure, right on. First and foremost, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Um, So actually, I come from Inglewood, California. And I ventured off to Humboldt State University, where I got a degree, have a degree in English creative writing. Right. That really helped with All of my endeavors that I do right now. Um, it really helped build the business in terms of when I pursued finance writing. I was a freelance writer the last year of college. And so that's where I acquired a lot of experience in terms of writing. And so um, I got a job working uh, in downtown L.A. as a finance writer. And I've been featured in Huffington Post, Business Insider, Credit.com. And actually right before that, I was a, a writer for a newspaper in England called the Morningside Park Chronicle. Um, It's no longer around, but uh, I was promoted to lead writer for that publication. Um, So it was really nice to come back and use my degree and, you know, write about the city that grew up in and and highlight, you know, some of the the shops or people who are are doing some righteous things in the area. And so I got into real estate um, actually right after college, I started, you know, studying for real estate. I Mm -hmm. wanted a second degree. And I think that's very important in today's world to kind of, Look at something else you can do, not necessarily as a backup, but something you can do in addition to what you want to do in life. So, you know, I weighed out the options between real estate programming and web design, and mm-hmm. I decided I'm more of a people person. Um, I want to pursue real estate and that there is no ceiling. So that's why I pursued real estate. I mm. um, wound up making that transition from finance writing to real estate when I saw the potential that I had and that I could uh, develop myself to become uh, once, uh, you know, the success would come in real estate. Um, so I decided, you know what, one day I just got out of my desk and the company I worked for, I don't want to bash them, but, you know, they, they weren't uh, valuing me properly, right? right. I was uh, paid a, a minimum wage uh, in LA and, you know, getting all these credits, but I wasn't really getting anywhere. Right. And it was loans. We all know the steel loan. I know a problem going on right now. So... I decided to take matters into my own hands and pursue real estate full time, and I have not looked back. And I'm, I'm very fortunate that I took that risk, which right. was years ago. Um, and so now, you know, I've developed my career. And what's helped me a lot actually is all the writing, all the writing I've done because the communication's there. You know, mm-hmm. I could write good descriptions of properties, but not only that, email, text, even verbal communication, explaining contracts to my clients. Um, Going back and forth between my clients and other realtors and and really breaking things down and and piecing it all together. So that's what's really helped me develop my career um, is, you know, the base of English and communication. Right. So, you know, being fluid when it comes to completing a transaction and uh, just my personality in general, just being kind of being more of a chill guy and and being honest. Um, And I think that's very important when it comes to building any brand is authenticity. Right. Uh, being who you are. You know, another reason why I got into real estate at such a younger age as opposed to older um, is because I decided I didn't want to have that uh, you know, looming feeling of, oh my God, I got to pay a mortgage. I have to support a family. I have to do this and that. You know, I wanted to come into it, you know, wholesome and pure and, mm-hmm. and build a career from the start. And now I'm at a point in my career where. The the money doesn't really impact me. The monetary gain doesn't impact me. It's more of the lifestyle, right? Right. I like the clients I work for. It's like it's really I formed this whole lifestyle around my life. So, you know, they say do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. And (laughs) I genuinely love real estate and love helping people. So from my perspective, with my lens, you know, my job description is to, you know, make friends and help them. (laughs) And that's literally what I do every day. I, I make friends and I help them. You know, and helping them means, you know, their, their life, lifestyle when it comes to buying and selling property. So, um, you know, I really kind of go with that lens on and switch gears in my head. And it really it shows in all the actions I do because I'm really trying to figure out what this person, goal, what, what their goal is
0: mm-hmm. and
1: how to achieve that goal.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: so that's what really kind of helps me get to that next level is authenticity.
0: Let's talk a little bit about authenticity because you speak to it so well. And I think one of the biggest challenges for um, for entrepreneurs and businesses, I think everyone knows the word because coaches like me uh, and, and strategists like me are telling clients to be authentic. Mm-hmm. But can you walk us through wh- what that means uh, and maybe what that means for you? Like, I think authenticity is one of those words that's been repeated so many times. It's it's maybe lost meaning. So what. How can you try, like, if you are sitting across from an entrepreneur right now, maybe they're considering trying to grow their business, maybe they're facing some challenges, they feel they're not authentic. Can you give them what advice would you give them in terms of um, being authentic?
1: I think the key word is care. You really have to care. You have to care about yourself, you have to care about whatever it is you're trying to put out there. So, for myself in particular, if it's, you know, I have to really care about a client and, and reaching their goal and not look at, like I said earlier, the monetary gain, the financial gain, right? Not, not looking at the money. A lot of people defeat themselves in their head by thinking they're authentic, but in reality, they really just want, you know, quick cash, quick buck. Um, mm. What I've learned in life is there really is no quick, easy way, uh, you know, to, to get a lot of money. So if you're looking for, like, a quick, you know, buck, um, then you're really not going to get anywhere, and it's going to really show, because you're always going to short sell yourself, and you're always going to look for that quick way to accomplish whatever goal that you're trying to achieve or mm-hmm. authentic then you're really gonna really problem-solve and figure things out and do it the right way even right. if it takes a little bit longer but it's gonna show and it's gonna transfer over when it comes to you know for me in particular you know trying to attract a client to do business with me and trust me to help them buy or sell property and it could transfer over to somebody else maybe selling a product maybe selling a service mm-hmm. So if somebody's trying to sell you know a mass service uh, I'm a coach you know, subscribe to me for $100 a month, yada, 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 but there's really no authenticity with it, it, um, then it's probably not going to, you know, have as much success as somebody who, you know, would charge even probably more, but who's put a lot of work into it.
0: Yeah, I think you bring up a good point. It's so, especially in this economy, I think it's, and I've battled with this too, as my business has evolved, sort of, And I think a lot of business owners, especially entrepreneurs, maybe where we are our product Mm -hmm. and we are running the business at the same time, you can't ignore the financial needs of of simply running a business. It's it's really interesting. So. um, So, yeah, I think that's a great piece of advice. So if you're tuning in and kind of struggling with um, that piece, think about what Jerry said, because I think just being honest with yourself and maybe just doing a little check in. it's scary because, you know, I think some of us know when we're kind of leaning more toward the financial gain versus authentic, it's quicker, it's easier, perhaps, but you're, it sounds like you're saying, and uh, the, in the longer, uh, you know, the longevity of your business, the longevity of your success, it's going to come back to you if you focus on just on, and I love that word care, I've never heard it set in that context before. So if you need to redefine authenticity, it sounds like Jerry, think about the word caring and caring about your, your client's, success versus your own. Financial.
1: Yeah, all of the above. Yeah, I agree. And I think, you know, you're talking about branding. I think, you know, in today's world, we're really making that shift from, you know, with the media age, where it's very important to brand yourself and to, to have the authenticity to go back to that. Um, but there's also ways to where, you know, you can, monetize your brand so one of the things i want to start doing in the near future is because i have mentees under me i'm a mentor in my office Mm -hmm. um, create a coaching brand in real estate Uh, but what that means for me like when i sit down with my mentees you know i really break things down for them and i ask them how much do you need to make i need Mm -hmm. to know because i need to know if it's realistic and i need to know you know what it is you you plan on doing with you know the money that you make are you taking care of a family you know what What's going on? Do you want to travel? You want to balance it out? So we talk about all those things. I, you know, it makes me really care about them, and it makes it pushes me to really, you know, hold myself accountable to a higher degree, right? And and to to be a good example for them, and and to really just, you know, you, you have to care. Like I said, at the end of the day, and you know, I feel responsible for you know their introduction to the business because from my perspective, if they failed, that means I failed, right? And that's right. tough. To grasp and it's tough, you know, but. It's something that I don't mind, you know, putting on my shoulders and and taking on because, you know, I have something good going on here and I feel like, uh, you know, I can really add value to their lives. So, um, you know, it's really nice to have that trust from them, especially being so young. You know, some of these people that I'm mentoring don't to be my parents, you know, but they see value in the fact that, hey, you know, I've gone through the trenches and I have something good to add to them.
0: I love that. Can we talk a little bit about your mentoring? Because I know it's a, it's a key part of who you are. And I think it really is what probably separates you from um, a lot of folks in your field. My next follow-up question, and maybe you can answer it together, is like, what is your secret? Because I know a lot of people want to know, what is your secret to standing out in such a competitive landscape? Uh, I, I was telling you before we jumped on, I roll deep in a lot of realtors um, here in Los Angeles. I'm a huge fan of of Keller Williams and and realtors, I think there's something about your personality and and the um, who you are as as you know, like attracts like, and, and that's why I'm I'm so proud to know you, Jerry. It's because you you literally are like what you say on the tin, like you exude the qualities that you that you that you do. And I know mentorship is right in the middle of not just your company culture, but who you are. Can you talk about what mentorship means to you, and maybe? Um, you know, is that one of your secrets to standing out in a competitive landscape? How does it how does it all kind of work together?
1: Yeah, so let's go back a little bit and this will all connect. So actually, the first job I ever had was I was a tutor in high school.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so starting in end of ninth grade, 10th grade, I became a tutor. And so that helped me develop skills and abilities that I've always transferred for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And so interesting coming back, you know, to in a sense, tutoring or Mentoring or helping and assisting people um, when they pursue this career because I have those that skill set of teaching somebody You know how to learn something right mm-hmm. and so being a mentor is, is pretty new to me. It just happened this year um, And so I capped in real estate what that means is every fiscal year. So my fiscal year resets every May right. uh, so I produced enough for my company to where from now until May of next year Um, I get 100% commission. So I capped last year. And after I capped, um, my new team leader in the office uh, sat down with me, talked to me for a little while, asked me my ambition, my goals. I expressed, you know, what I want to do to him.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And shortly after, he gave me a call and asked me if I'd be interested in being a mentor because I had capped and he thinks that people can learn something from me. And so um, I said, you know, sure, why not? Let's try it out. Let's see how it goes, see if it takes up a lot of my time. Or you know, I want to see if you know if it's a waste of my time. Sure. And you know, I enjoyed it because it, it helped elevate myself. It helped hold myself more accountable because now I can't only talk to talk. I have to walk the walk even more. Right. Right. So no pressure. Yeah, Never. exactly. With that being said, it's you know, and it, it's helped develop my career. So um, with the KW culture, what I really uh, like around here is the camaraderie. You know, and so. When I first got into real estate, I interviewed five different offices, even other Keller Williams offices. But I chose Marina Del Rey for a reason, and that's because of the camaraderie around here. Mm. Um, so for the only office that really offered me to come to a team meeting, meet with the team leader after, and then the team leader after that introduced me to every single agent that was in the office one by one. And she says, One of these people would be your mentor. I just want you to know. To and then she gave me a free book, the Red Book, the Million, uh, million Dollar Book uh, for Real Estate, The Millionaire Real Estate Agent. And so I really liked that a lot. And she says, I don't care where you go after this. Um, take this book and it'll help you succeed. And so that, you know, was my impression of Keller Williams here and Marina Del Rey. And so I feel like that kind of culture and atmosphere really helped develop who I am. Right. Because I was attracted to that. You know, mm-hmm. that's what I wanted. And so um, it's really helped me kind of exude, like you said, exude that even more just by being around these people and interacting with everybody in the office.
0: Yeah. I love that. And I am not surprised at all knowing, um, I counted on my hands. I think I know no fewer than six or seven Keller Williams, uh, realtors. And that does not shock me at all. How warm and welcoming your experiences at that office. It's like, it's, it's so beautiful to, to, to see that translate every, it seems like every person I know, as soon as I hear they're in real estate, I almost know immediately if they're, they're Keller Williams, because you all have that, that, that warmth. I just want to give a shout out to, um, so Peter, thank you so much for your comment. Um, uh, Peter, um, I'm gonna show him again. He said, Thanks Absolutely for having Jerry not. on. This is great. I love Absolutely. to see that I love to see the support. Um, and you know, it's all about us supporting each other, right? Yeah. So yep. um, Peter, if it's us supporting you, if it's if it's, you know, reciprocity, right, is is the word. So, but thank you for that. I want to make sure that you saw that, Jerry. Um okay. for, for getting a uh, a shout out. Gosh, there's so much we can talk about. Um I think let's take a step back because I do have followers from around the world, not just here in Los Angeles. And um, I think most people can understand how how the advice you're giving certainly transcends outside of Los Angeles, certainly transcends outside of of of, of being a realtor or a mentor. So but if you do have questions, uh, let me know. I think I think one of the universal questions I get a lot and this might put you on the spot is what is your secret to closing a deal? So. Um, Answer that however you would like. You can answer it in, in in specifics of um, someone buying a house, or speak to it purely from a business or an entrepreneurial standpoint. But I get that question a ton, and I think I think you could give us a really interesting point of view. Yeah. So what so you say? Of-
1: it's having you know closing a deal can mean a variety of things. So it could be closing a deal in terms of closing that listing, meaning I get to sell that house, or actually closing the deal, meaning I sold that house, right? So right. from you know closing the deal from actually selling the house and getting a paycheck right let's 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 get to it you know how do we make money yeah um so it's all about you know getting out there and hustling as much as you can and you're going to face hardships that's natural i don't care you know what endeavor you pursue what business path you pursue but what you need to do is and what i've done and i'm still trying to do at a massive bigger and more massive level is you know, really have the clientele. So if you are shooting for one, two, three, four clients, double, triple it. Because guess what? Some of those clients are going to fall through the cracks. Some of those clients are just not, they're not going to sell. They're not going to buy your brand. They're not going to buy your product, whatever it is. They're not going to invest. All right. So um, the 10 X rule is a great book by Grant Cardone. Um, I actually just read that last month and uh, it's really changed my whole perspective on everything. And you know, to get to the close is, you know, one thing my mentor told me was get to the truth. Right. Mm-hmm. What is that? Get to the truth? Getting to the truth means finding out the person's intent. You know, what makes them tick? Why are we here having this conversation? You know, what do you really need to do? Why do you need to sell your house? You need to sell your house because you're going to upgrade and buy a bigger house for your family. Or do you need to sell your house because you need the money or you need to sell the house because you're relocating? Whatever it is, get to the truth. You know, that's the, the, the bread and butter of my business is getting to the truth right away. So a lot of people, you know, a lot of agents, when they cold call, they're all like, hey, did you know the market's like this? And, da, 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 and I'm just like, hey, my name is Jerry. I'm a realtor in your area. I'm just looking, checking in, seeing if you or anybody you know could use my help to buy or sell any property. Have you thought about it recently? Or has anybody, you know, in your, your, uh, your family, have any of your family or friends expressed interest in buying or selling property? I just get to it. I don't want to yeah. bug people longer than they need to be bugged. Um, I get hung up on a lot. I get, you know, effed yeah. out a lot, cussed out a lot. I get a lot of pleasant conversations. I have sidebar, five minute great conversations with people, you know, all over LA and it's just it's interesting. So, like every day's new and it's I'm always gonna talk to somebody I just don't know. And I think that's what interests me a little bit about this business mm-hmm. is that yeah, there's that monetary gain and I, I get to, you know, there's no ceiling. I can make X amount of money and keep growing from there. But what's also interesting is, you know, I, for a short period of time, I get to interact with somebody in their life, whether it's, you know, a client, I'm showing them homes. One of my clients, I've seen his mm-hmm. daughter grow from an infant baby to where she's walking now and I'm like, what? This is crazy. Yeah, you know, I've been with them in their journey. Other, you know, I'll call somebody and I'll talk to them for five, 10 minutes and, depending on the person if they're not I don't feel like they're wasting my time I don't mind doing that um so when it comes to closing the deal you know it's really about just you know really working hard to get that clientele or that following mm. and from there getting to the truth so why is somebody going to buy your brand over somebody else's brand or your right. service over somebody else's why would they choose you because the thing is what do they benefit from choosing you right so what does somebody benefit from choosing me is, at the end of the day, I'm going to be hundred percent blunt and honest with you. I'm going to tell you things you probably don't want to hear, but that you need to hear. So I'm going to tell you you're overpricing your house. And if you don't want to list it lower, I'm not going to waste my time with you. Right. Or you're, you're looking at homes that are out of your price point. So if that's where we're at, I'm not going to show you homes because we're both wasting time. I'm trying to help you. I've had clients who have chosen not to work with me because I tell them the truth about, you're priced out, you know, you need to look at a lower price point and and they get frustrated and that's fine. I'm Mm. giving them reality and, you know, some come back and they realize, hey, you're right, some don't. You're right. So it's about saving my time too, remember that. So I would, you know, for anybody looking to pursue any business endeavor, you know, make sure you're saving your time and working with people who actually, you know, uh, have a sense of, of, are in line with reality and who want to work with you.
0: That's such good advice. I I've learned that through my own experience too, I think. And especially for, I think any young businesses tuning in right now can really learn a lot from, from you, Jerry. It's sort of, um, at first we sort of do anything to get any business. Um, and I I think perhaps that's fine. And then I I suppose with your advice, it's getting that discipline is, is realizing, and typically like for me early on when I was running my business, Mm -hmm. um, there's that one client where you, you know that's the lesson, where you overextended yourself, or maybe um, you knew right from the get-go that it wasn't a match, but for whatever reason, whatever motivation, maybe going back to the financial, what you said before, for whatever reason, and I think every business should go through this, it's, it's the lesson, and then when you get through that experience, you say never again. Mm-hmm. For me, that helped me realize the value of time. Um, But yeah, so any young business out there that um, if you want to take away one piece of advice, I honestly think that's a huge one is is you're saying value your time, right? And I love how you're just blunt and honest. I feel like isn't that what most customers want versus um, going back to that authenticity piece, sort of like data shows today's consumer knows they're being marketed to and advertised to. I feel like uh, right now, and this is the feedback I'm getting, they just want to be it doesn't even have to be perfect. It Just just be honest, right? Um, and even if that means the the ugly truth, it sounds like. You're mm-hmm. having real conversations people might not want to have with you, but you're showing value, right? Even if it's telling them they're, they're way out of their price point, it sounds yeah, like.
1: exactly. And, you know, I have, like, one service where I subscribe to leads, and I get a text notification when I get the lead on my phone. And then, so sometimes I'll call them right away, and I get people answering, like, what? that was weird. You, you answered it so quick. And I, I tell them the truth. Well, I subscribe to a service. They provide me leads, and they set it up to where I can get, you know, text notifications on my phone. And if I'm available, I'll just go ahead and call right away. And they go, oh, okay. Well, anyway, this is what I want. You know, and it's just blunt. I don't trick them, deceive them or anything. I just tell people, you know, what's going on. I get a lot of numbers from people. And then some people ask me, how would you get my number? I said, well, I subscribe to a database that provides me public numbers uh, to people um, in your area. And I'm just calling and, and doing my job. And they go, Oh, okay. I just I was curious. I'm like,
0: yeah.
1: And then we, we talk a little bit and go from there. Yeah.
0: You know? Can we can we talk about the um can we talk about the telephone because and, and, and face to face? Because I know look, my world is I build websites, I launch brands, I do digital campaigns, um, I have a ton of FaceTime, but the majority of my work is actually producing behind the scenes. A lot of your work is actually physically face to face with people. And I know that especially with younger customers. We're seeing things like help desks are fully automated now. You're not even speaking to someone or FaceTime is going away. Can you, can you talk about the, the, um, the value of FaceTime, the value of picking up the phone? Because I think that's something I'm a little nervous, but I feel like we're seeing that go away in certain, certain industries. We can kind you of about that? Often,
1: you know what's interesting on uh, two things. So number one, I notice I get a higher response when I text, right? People don't want to talk to me on the phone sometimes, but they're they're, they're comfortable having a text conversation throughout the day, which is understandable <laughs> because some people are at work and we just go through it with text, right? So I'd say, you know, if you're building a business, you know, maybe look at into, you know, texting, cold texting, that is. You know, we do cold calling, maybe look into cold texting. Um, but in addition to that, what's also interesting is, you know, when I have conversations with people, I notice that there's just something that clicks when we have a nice conversation and what a new thing I started doing is I'll, I subscribe to a video service where I can send videos to their email. And so I record a video and send it to them, and introduce myself. And so, um, that's changing the way they, they, they view me. So most agents, when they're calling people, you know, they talk to them on the phone, but now I'm probably the only agent that also sends a video associated with that. And I got a call back randomly on Friday night from somebody I did that with. And, You know, she was kind of tough because, you know, she is looking to sell her property. She's like, I haven't given the address to anybody. And I go, okay, no worries. I'll go ahead and send you a video email, um, you know, uh, just to introduce myself. Uh And whenever you're ready, I'm ready. And she just called me back like a few days later and she gave me the address. So the level of trust elevated because she saw who I am. You know, um, I I, I listen and I I watch a lot of Tom Ferry, who's a very successful uh, real estate uh, if not the most, you know, prominent <clears throat> out there. And uh, he says, you know, video is the future. And in this digital age, you know, um, you activate a lot more senses when people watch your videos. Right. So yes. I'm actually looking to up my video game and have YouTube, a series of YouTube videos. And I do Facebook lives now. So uh, when I meet people in that face-to-face, yeah, this, Right. So when I meet people face-to-face at open houses, I'll definitely take a, a they know who you know, you work right and i yeah. introduced myself hey this is and i make it public and what was interesting is i had a i got a call back from somebody who came to one of my open houses and she goes oh hey did you know when you're in your video uh when the video starts you see my car you know rolling up and parking and i said oh okay cool and she's like i love the video because i wanted to see the living room again and when you took the video i got to see the living room again and envision it right wow having so the video and making it public on facebook or your public page on facebook Um, you know, doing that, it can really help get that that back, right? So get the call back or get that whatever clicks in that person's head because they're going to Google you and they're going to look you up and they're going to find you. So if you have a a service or a product, maybe take a video of how um, that service works, you know, showcase it or a product, you know, showcasing that product. I say have some kind of video reference to where, to when, if you're promoting a brand or a product, Mm -hmm. have a reference to where, people can, can look back to, right? So if you're calling a restaurant and you're trying to sell something or you're calling people and trying to sell them a service, you know, have a testimonial, but also have a video about how it helped. So, you know, this helps restaurants do this, or, you know, my service helps, um, you know, young entrepreneurs, um, you know, uh, get X amount of money and and sell X, X amount of brands or whatever it is, you know, so, but just having some kind of video associated with it, it helps you become more authentic, yeah. um, more professional, but it also circles back to where there's a visual there and it clicks in people's you know, minds and brains and it helps them get whatever product or service they're trying to sell out there.
0: Yeah, that's really smart. I think um, it, you, you hit on, certainly, I, I follow digital and tech trends very closely. Uh, you just hit on one of the reasons why I actually launched the show is because I am getting the same download you are. Is the mm-hmm. the future is video, and we are competing with basically this size of of real estate when it comes to our content now. Um, I think is something crazy like eighty nine percent of people will visit your website via mobile device, so that's their first introduction of you. We all know that the first thing we do is um, Google your name and then we kind of social media stalk you. So uh, and then once people actually follow you, Facebook has made it challenging for us to even see your content. So everything I'm hearing is video is the future. Personally, I'm a fan of of how easy, especially with technology like this, uh, live video is possible now. We couldn't even do it a couple years ago. And um, and the the opportunity I think it's giving entrepreneurs. I love, I love your strategy though. So you're actually creating videos that you're, that you're uh, pushing back to your clients so that they can actually get a feel for who you are. Um, So anyone following along, if you're, if you're kind of strategizing at the moment, have trying to think of new ways to engage, try video. And it sounds like less is more, right, Jerry? Like, don't, don't worry about it being polished. Just get it on video.
1: Get it out there. You know, just like, you know, it took me a little while. It took me like a week. I got this video service. It took me like a week to actually get the first one out there. I mean, oh, you know, sure, yeah. You know, the same thing with you know when I first got into real estate and I started cold calling. It took me a couple of days before I actually made that first call. And I mean, I sat down for an hour, and made a call, and now I'm on autopilot. I just yeah. I can make calls all day. Yeah. And so I'm I'm on autopilot now with my videos. So yeah. when I get a new lead, you know, uh, I'll, I'll send a video. Actually, um, let's see here. I You know, I have a little whiteboard right here, and like, well, this is something somebody had uh, wrote down, like, have a wonderful day on my whiteboard, but, you know, what I write on my whiteboard is I'll do an introduction, and I I did this for one of my new pre-approved buyers. I said, congratulations on your pre-approval. Look forward to helping you and your family, and so, you know, while I didn't meet their whole family, now they met me because I sent an introductory video to them, and so it's just that authenticity, right? Yeah. So a big part of our business in real estate is referrals. So right from the start, I want to show them I'm, I'm different than most agents. I actually care. Um, and, you know, doing little things like that, taking a little extra time shows that I'm taking a little extra time and attention uh, to just, you know, greet them and, and be warm and welcoming. And so I know that's going to transfer over at the subconscious level when they realize that I'm going to take a little extra detail and attention to, you know, them in the transaction, kind of looking a little bit more at the home maybe either the value or the structure of the home or whatever it is. So little things like that can really add up and just being disciplined and having a structure in place. So like I have a checklist of like things to do when I get a new buyer or seller. So like, you know, call them, text them and then send an introductory video email. Now is another thing. And then maybe email them, you know, kind of like a, you know, first time buyer kind of uh, you know, expectation list and same right. thing with, you know? So I think another thing to, to add on to all this, because it's like a lot to kind of take in, is to have some kind of structure in place, right, and kind of center yourself. So that way you have a system, and the system's always going to evolve, but if you start now with just, you know, I, I call uh, 100 people a day and I'll, I'll text them after, and email them the day after, whatever it is, having that structure in place is really gonna help.
0: I, add, we could do a whole other show on on structure and how important uh, it is. I want to call out a, a comment. It looks like uh, Lawrence is saying, and I don't know if it's to me or you. He says, "I need to talk to you soon." So whether that, <laughs> whether that's for you or me, uh, let me just show it. Um, perhaps it is. Uh, thanks for the shout out, Lawrence. So
1: sure.
0: uh, you can connect with uh, Jerry through uh, through this broadcast, uh, you should see a link right to his Facebook page. Or if you can't find that through me, I will absolutely streamline you to it. But Lawrence, whether it's you or me, probably Jerry, it's absolutely, he, um, he's, he's the embodiment of authenticity. Can we switch gears a little bit? Because you're doing something really important. I think, um, with hurricane relief that I just wanted to call out again, it's a shout out to your company culture, but also, um, I'm a huge firm believer, and it's actually part of my brand organics uh, uh, mantra to give back. So I'd love to hear in your own words. And I know you didn't do it just to give back. I know you're doing it because, you know, you, you want to help. But can you walk us through the amazing stuff you guys are doing for Hurricane Relief? Yes. Yeah, so
1: like? And every year, Taylor Williams has what we call uh mega camp, which is like a technology camp. Mm-hmm. Oh, we brainstorm. We get you know new ideas and resources to use to build our business. Um, this every year it's in Austin, and so this year they changed it to Mega Relief. And so mm-hmm. instead of us going and taking up the convention center and displacing <clears throat> a lot of people who are homeless now, right. uh, we to help them. And so a lot of you know some agents decided not to go, but I decided I was going to take that week off anyway. You know, it's something I've always wanted to do is help at that kind of level. Mm-hmm. Big, big and so I decided, why not? I'm already going. Let's do it. So, um, you know, as a company, we decided to help those affected by Hurricane Harvey. And so we did a variety of tasks ranging from uh, actually you know, taking busloads of people and going out to the homes around uh, Houston. And uh, I went to Sealy, Texas, and we helped, you know, demuck homes declutter them get them ready for rehabilitation and uh, it was tough you know um, you know some of the stories we heard you know you hear it in the news you see it but you know being there and seeing it and and all that it's it's a little it's a little tough and you know I had a little depression a couple days after that I'll be honest and they talked to us you know it's going to happen and because you know reality hits that you know this happens and this can happen you know Um, but you know really finding that that, that company that is really, you know, down to earth and, and grassroots and is willing to put boots on the floor to really help others. It's a rewarding feeling to know that I've aligned with a company like that. And mm-hmm. so to be here, it, you know, it just, um, it's awesome, you know. And yeah. so actively still helping agents who have been infected in our company. Mm-hmm. Um, but each market center, so, we're, you know, we're like a franchise, right? So each market center is adopting a family. Uh, that isn't affiliated with Keller Williams or anything, just a family that was just hurt and impacted by uh, the hurricanes and, and around Houston. And we're going to adopt more in Puerto Rico and, and other areas okay. as well. Um, yeah. and so we've adopted a family here and we're, we're actually actively raising money. Our goal is, I believe, $6,000, but I want to push to $10,000 uh-huh. back on their feet. Um, so we're going to do that in the next month. So uh, definitely, you know, follow me on social media, uh, Facebook, yeah. Uh, Jerry, Jerry Morales um, or Instagram, Jerry Curl Morales. I'll be posting links on there looking to raise some money with 10, 20, whatever you guys can, can, can help with. I think it'll, it'll really help a lot. And it just, you know, giving back. You know, I wouldn't be here today if others didn't lend a helping hand. And, you know, I, I was never going to have this, you know, crazy past or anything like that. But, you know, whether it's helping, you know, guiding me uh, along my path in, in, in life, going to college or, Whatever it is, I was helped at some point and you were too, right? So to be in a position to help somebody else get back on their feet when they've, you know, been impacted by such a devastating natural disaster, it's rewarding to actually truly have an influence on on helping somebody. You know, it's really rewarding. And, you know, like I tell, you know, all my mentees and everybody in the office, you know, when when you do that, that you're producing positive energy and it's going to show in all of your actions. So when you give back... It really kind of, you know, it, it helps you become more positive. You just admit that. Right. At this level, and it shows in your actions. And, you know, if you get, you know, hung up on 100 times, you're less likely to give up than to if you didn't give back. Not to say that not giving back is bad, but it yeah. your, your mental state even that much higher. So um, I think it just really radiates this positive energy that's really just it's like a drug. It's, it's contagious, and it's really awesome. Um, so I, I think giving back, whatever way, shape, or form anybody can do, it is really, really cool. So even if it's just you know toys for tots this year, right? Or, or, or yep. Drives or whatever it is, you know, just giving back in one way, shape, or form. Twenty bucks goes a long way at Dollar Tree, so uh, yeah. it's really, really good to do that.
0: That's really, really sound advice. So this time of year, I know um, there are a lot, and this is global. I feel uh, depending on the holidays, but I feel like there are a lot of organizations, asking for donations, not always money, um, mm-hmm. looking for an extra set of hands. Here in the United States, uh, a lot of cities, uh, a lot of companies decide to do their day of service um, around the Thanksgiving holidays. You see a lot of soup kitchen volunteering and stuff. But of course, um, you know, where you are around the world, um, you know, maybe now is the time to explore if, you're, if your company or, or, or you are interested in giving back and you haven't, maybe find something local, find a way to give back it, you know, make yourself a a stronger member of the community and uh, not that financial gain is, is the goal, but I know that studies have shown that companies that uh, give back tend to maintain a stronger workforce. They experience uh, lower, uh, you know, there's no attrition. I mean, people stay with the company. People say they, they leave managers, not companies. So sometimes we are inspired by the people we work with. So, um, for whatever reason, I think giving back is probably um, a good idea. I'm donating my time this Saturday uh, here in Los Angeles. Uh, I do a thing for public relations. Uh, I volunteer my time for four hours, and I'm going to sit down with nonprofits, and I don't know if I can give them any advice, but it's it's fun. I've been doing it for about four years. So if you haven't, think about giving back, it sounds like. It sounds like it'll make you a stronger.
1: It be, um, you know, somebody, the Girl Scouts.
0: Yeah.
1: Like Five bucks or, um, you know, 20 bucks to a homeless guy. Cause you know, what's $20, right?
0: Right. $20 to you is, you know, you could probably, you know,
1: and a lot of people can go throw it away at a bar. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's, it's yeah. buying coffee for three people or you can, you know, change someone's, someone's life. And that's not to be, that's not to be like, you know, insensitive about, you know,
1: you are in are- an
0: interesting economy that money is a challenge, but, it, you know, find your way of giving back. So.
1: Exactly. Like you said, time, if you don't, you know, money part of it, the financial part of it, mm-hmm. you know, makes you feel uncomfortable. Is time, you know, yeah. two three hours at a homeless shelter, you know, yeah. helping them eat or just, you know, going to the elderly or the veterans and talking to them, whatever it is.
0: Yeah. I have to give you another shout out. From Louis, I, I don't know if you know, probably a a, a chum mm. or a colleague, but I love these shout outs. Yeah. I just had to show it. I love it. Jerry's a man, and always a been. Like,
1: yes, that's uh, that's my best friend. So uh, shout out to Louis and his wife. Now uh, they got married uh, last Saturday. Olga.
0: Aww.
1: So shout uh, out to them. Very lovely wedding, and you know, just talk about talk about positivity. Like that experience just created this like big old ripple in the universe of positive energy. That I still feel today. So I think you know, working is great. Doing all that, coming back to you know what we're what we're trying to do in life, and that's just enjoy our time and 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 to show love and be loved. And I think that's just really awesome to uh, to be a part of all these experiences in everybody's journeys in life. So uh, yeah, shout out to Luis, man. He's the man.
0: I love it. It, Again, it's all about us supporting each other. So uh, we're gonna wrap up in a couple minutes. I think. you know, Jerry, is are there any parting words? I think I love what you just talked about in terms of inspiring uh, action. And not to plug myself, but this is my show. Uh, I, if you are interested in how to inspire action, um, I have a free ebook you can download, and I'll put the link up here. But um, the question I get a lot right now is is thinking beyond the financial gain, thinking beyond what they can do, and for the context, I get that question and people are overwhelmed specifically when it comes to marketing themselves. So maybe we can bring it back to a little bit of marketing and what you're doing, maybe online. A big question I get a lot is, well, it's out of frustration. People are like, I feel like I'm wasting time on social media specifically, and I don't have the results to show for it. And so this conversation started about a year ago, and it came down to the fact that most people are pretty much just overwhelmed. And it came down to this conversation Like we were just having about like, well, how can you inspire action? Like think of your business in terms of inspiring action versus selling something. Mm -hmm. So if you're I'll put a link up, but um, that you can download my free free ebook for that. It's five steps. But Jerry, I'm wondering if you can speak a little bit in terms of just when it comes to maybe your brand or your persona, uh, what you can speak to maybe from a digital standpoint um, and and the ripple effect. Maybe you're feeling from that.
1: Mm So, you know, inspiring to talk about inspiring action and like that and with the digital age, you know, there's this whole it's all about enthusiasm. Right. And it's all about, you know, really connecting with people. And, you know, like I said, care. Right. So if you really care about your product or service, it's going to show in your tone. It's going to show in your voice. You know, if I did a Facebook live and I'm just like, hey, this is Jerry doing an open house. you know as opposed to (laughs) my house in Inglewood really awesome three bed two bath house going for $550,000 completely remodeled you know here's you know the kitchen yada 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 it just gets your mood going it's you know people want to you know interact with you it's all about mood and character so think about that in the text when you're texting um, in terms of not texting people but in the text you use for social media as well right right you know I, the biggest problem I have is I always want to talk a lot, so I ramble. I do like these big old bulky texts. Um Me but sometimes too. I have to hung it down and just get yeah. to the point where, you know, uh, you know, home buyer seminar, come join us, free food, free drinks, blah, blah, blah. You know, whatever it is, because um, I host home buyer seminars in my in my uh-huh. office. Uh, but sometimes I wanna ramble on. Um, but the point is, you know, make it fun, make it exciting, you know. Show something, show the fun side of whatever product or service or whatever it is that you're, that you're, you're showcasing or getting out there to the world and, and have fun. It. And, you know, I say going back and, uh, you know, showing uh, appreciation for whatever following you may have, you know, I think that will help, you know, build a better relationship with your current followers yeah. and maybe you can help spread out to, to realize to others that, hey, you know, I want to work with somebody, or I want somebody to build my brand that actually cares about me and appreciates me.
0: Right. I'll
1: tell them, all done. I appreciate you. You know, I would not be here where I'm at right now if it wasn't for you." And so, like after the whole hurricane relief, you know, I, I emailed all my past clients and all my current leads, and I thanked them. Even the ones that I didn't close deals with, I, I thanked right. them. For the experience and the time, you know, you didn't come from a place of, "Hey, look, I gave back and." Look at me. It was more of you know. I really truly appreciate them getting me to that position in my life. Like for every single deal, I don't care if it was a lower deal or a bigger deal. Every right. single one added up, and it made me go and be able to be in a position to where I can give back and help. It made me who I am, right? And so I told them, you know, you literally acted through me. You know, I was acting on your behalf while I was out there, and I said that to the office as well. After you know. You guys, especially like uh, my team leader Mark, you know, making me a mentor, um, it, it helped me get out there. And so, with that being said, you know, just you know, appreciation. Going back to that, you know, showing appreciation for whoever it is right now who's supporting you. Whether it's maybe if you're literally just starting out and you, your family are <laughs> the only people supporting you, then you know, show appreciation to them. Um, and then just keep going from there. Gratitude. Yes, gratitude I'm goes learning far. i little quick thing. So yeah. what's interesting is, you know, when I work and I plant seeds in one area and I go plant seeds in the other and I just keep planting, I keep planting. It's interesting how the universe works because, you know, it just kind of comes back at some point like that, out of nowhere, you know. And so to be authentic is to always work, right, always have a good work ethic because if you really want your brand or business or whatever it is to get out there, You're probably be working. So you've heard the term uh, ABC: only uh, only closers get coffee. Always be closing. So coffee's for closers. I'm not a coffee guy, but you know, I joke with people. I tell them, you know, to to always be closing to be ABCing. You need to always be prospecting. So you need to be ABP. So always Mm -hmm. be prospecting, prospecting for you know new leads and new clients. So if you're really all about it, you need to always have that mindset and enjoy it. You know, don't make where oh I got to work today and I got to go knock on these doors. No, go have fun. Go have fun when you're calling people and knocking on doors or going business to business to sell them a brand or product or service. And show, I think at the end, they show the value you can add. You know, like you mentioned metrics earlier, you know, show them the metrics. Show them people who have somebody help them build their brand as opposed to somebody who doesn't have exponentially more success than, than uh, you know, those. So, like, for instance, I have a coach now. It's something I never would have thought about getting. I said, I don't need a coach. I can do it on my own. I'm disciplined. But now that I have a coach, I am way more focused, way more disciplined. So if I was going to give like one little last piece of advice to anybody, I'd say, you know, have somebody. And this is not really to promote you specifically, but like have, if you are really looking to get your business and brand out there, hire a company to help you build your brand. Treat it like a business. If you're looking to build a business, treat it like a business. If you don't have the money to do it, go Lyft, go go Uber. Go do something else that's going to help you get that little extra cash to be able to fund the business. And if you're not going to do it, well, guess what? Your competition is going to do it. Let's get real. Your competition is going to do it, and they're going to beat you. So unless you're willing to take the little extra steps and you know moves to really build a true, authentic business, and you if you want to be a business, act like a business. And if you want to do that, then you're going to need to do what it takes uh, to get there. So uh, I would say do that because you know I was working as a freelance writer part time. Yeah. A while, so I really got the steady real estate checks flowing in.
0: So, mm-hmm. yeah, side hustle, gig economy, what, what, what whatever. I think um, now we live in a time where where it's possible to at least try to really flex those those muscles in terms of, of income. Um, just reaching back to what you just said, you know, I build a lot of websites. I build a lot of websites for brands. I launch a lot of brands. I launch a lot of social media campaigns. And I love how you just you you just put it you're that honest brutally honest guy I love that you said he is what he says on the tin he is brutally honest um I'd love to talk to you in in that context uh I'm sure you could tell me some things uh but in terms of website it's really interesting how um and you might experience this when when you can tell if people are really serious about buying a home or selling a home or not for me I get the same interest when people are saying well I'm really passionate about my business but then maybe you tell them you know you show them the price tag of a website, and they're going and they're kind of like, "Oh, all of a sudden they're not sure, and it's sort of like, "Are you serious because your website is is the first the way I say it is your website is the is people's first introduction to who you are yeah. they're gonna meet your website oftentimes before they even meet you, and you might have the same conversation when it's talking turkey like are you really serious about buying or selling a home or are you just exploring like let's just have this conversation and I think it's really um valuable for for me more often than not the client will say. Yes, I am serious about my business, and let's move forward and build build a website. But um, it's really interesting. So, if you're, I guess our last piece of advice here would be if you if you are trying to close a deal with a customer, um, it sounds like you know use Jerry's strategy. Just be brutally honest. Try to understand where they are in the customer journey. Are they serious or are they not? Show them gratitude, whether or not you work with them, because it sounds like it comes back to you. Um, yeah. And just it just sounds like focus on. On Adding value first and foremost like this show if you're thinking of trying to find ways of of adding value consider creating a show like this where So I'm showing that I'm trying at least to show value to be like Let me put people like Jerry in front of you so that you can learn from him I like to talk, but I don't need to talk all the time So it sounds like those three rules are kind of nice takeaways be honest have those real true honest conversations uh, add value and um, and I loved your time one. It was like cherish your time as well, but it sounds like oh, show gratitude.
1: It comes back to thing out there, you know, so number one, you know, I appreciate you having me on here. It means a lot. Um, you know, I don't just take we my do time too. Yeah, for anybody, but you know, I like what you had to say You, know, you call me right away and all that stuff. So we connected. So um, it's great to be on here and to express, you know, what I did and um, in terms of the show um, and, you know, I just, Hope to hope hope a lot of people benefited from hearing what I had to say, and uh, yeah, good luck out there. You know.
0: Yeah. So everyone, if you are interested in following Jerry, you can certainly click through via the comments or directly in this broadcast. Um, You can come to me if you want to know how to get to him. But by all means, I think, and whether or not you're buying or selling a home or even live in in Los Angeles, Jerry is a great. um, I think model for that entrepreneurial spirit. So by all means, it sounds like you are on, and I'll put it up one more time. You're on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like if they come through any of those, they can find you and follow you. Any parting words, Jerry, what, what's coming up for you? Any, anything we should keep our eye out for?
1: A lot of things. So, and I need to get structured and really get these timelines down, but um, <coughs> uh, I'm going to make a team next year. Essentially, have a team in terms of I have 11 mentees. Um, I'm gonna make a team. Uh, also, have a passion to pursue acting and screenwriting. I've taken acting classes. I've written screenplays. I'm writing them. Always writing screenplays. Great. Um, I'll be submitting to festivals next year and uh, looking to make and produce my own show next year, or actually a short movie, not a show. I changed it. And uh, actually, just uh, working with a buddy of mine who actually was animating for Rick and Morty. Um, Him and I are going uh, to—he's making a fighting game, and that's something I, I, you know, enjoy. I enjoy Mm -hmm. video games, fighting games, and so him and I are going to really push to get that product out there uh, next year. So, Um, you know, if anybody out there is into that kind of thing, and just—it's just just expanding on the entrepreneurial spirit. You know, what I've learned, all the experiences I've learned, uh, in real estate and business, I think uh, can really transfer over to getting a product like that out there. And right. So, uh, you know, it all and acting and screenwriting, that's a business too. Yeah. You know, I think real estate helped really helped me build the, the base of what a business is. And, you know, I'm going to have a lot of challenges um, in the future. Um, but, uh, you know, keep a lookout for a lot of great things to come. And I hope uh, I can add value to everybody's life uh, from the things I do. And I'd say at the end of the day, you know, parting words are to just be true to yourself because the, the truer you are to yourself, the more time you're going to save. Um, and the quicker you are going to get to all accomplishing all of your greatest and wildest dreams So uh, yeah get to it
0: Well, I don't know if I can top that so you guys uh, give me a virtual round of applause Thank you Jerry so much for joining us today I'm yeah. gonna have you come back like a, for a regular slot. You're so I could just sit here and listen to you talk all day um, mm-hmm. Again follow Jerry on you can click right through on Facebook and Twitter here. He's also on Instagram uh, for that entrepreneurial spirit whether or not you're buying a home, um, it's, it's gonna be kind of amazing to watch your journey unfold. But um, if you're looking for someone who has guidance in terms of being an entrepreneur, competitive, authentic, or personal brand, which is kind of like what we talked about today, um, he's a great example of that. So uh, we're gonna sign off. It's uh, nearly the top of the hour, but thank you everyone. If you missed this broadcast and you're watching it at a later time and you have questions for me or Jerry, put them in the comments or you can um, DM them to me and I'll make sure that I'll send them uh, your way so that we want to honor that because we know some people uh, are watching this from around the world. So without further ado, I think that's it. I think we can sign off.
1: All right, we'll
0: take care. All right, take care everyone, bye.